everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self, and I am super excited about today's topic. Um, but before we jump in, I wanted to just mention, hey, come, you know, say hi to me. Come, you know, communicate with me. Come, I don't know, join me in the fun, motivating times that I have on Instagram. You can find me at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Or if you happen to have an iPhone and you have Clubhouse, um, go ahead and join me over there. I'd love to have a chat with you or just join rooms together. I'm at Sabrina J Perozo. There. And I also always want to invite everyone to send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me um, via email. So that can be realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. So I just want to make sure I put that out there. Please do not hesitate to reach out. Say hey. I am randomly giving away gift cards to people that reach out to me. So today we are going to talk about something that I have never talked about before, but I feel like it's time. We're going to talk about how adults shouldn't throw temper tantrums. <laughs> so even if you're not a parent, I am a parent, as I've told you, I have a 13-year-old daughter, but even if you're not a parent or you're not planning on it, you still know what a temper tantrum looks like. It's the kicking, the yelling, the screaming, the constant acknowledgement and feeling of not getting your way and <laughs> getting upset, frustrated. And unfortunately, this isn't something that, you know, a lot of people leave behind in their childhoods. And I'm just saying it like it is. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have definitely had an adult temper tantrum, um, which is interesting because, you know, growing up, I didn't have very many of those. But, you know, I, I have experienced those. You know, adults still have tantrums every now and then, um, some more than others. But this is something we can nip in the bud if we are aware of what actions would represent a tantrum. You know, so we're going to discuss some behaviors to be aware of so you can identify if you have behaviors that qualify as a tantrum or maybe in someone else if you want to, you know, be that person for someone to let them know, hey, this seems like a temper tantrum. Let's figure out how we can help you. And then I'm going to share some quick solutions for moving away from this way of expressing strong feelings. Um, and it's important to know that adult tantrums can stem back to not learning how to control and handle emotions as a child, which sounds very, you know, normal. Like a lot of times, a lot of the emotional regulation that we have in our lives is something that we have learned in our childhood, whether it's from, you know, as observing other kids or learning directly from our parents. You know, this is generally something you learned and understand from your parents or whomever your caregiver was, but it doesn't always happen. Um, you know, like, Everyone has a different childhood, everyone has a different home, and some of them are more broken than others. That's how I would say. And maybe you wouldn't describe your childhood as broken. I would definitely describe mine as broken. Um, so no shame on if you would rather describe it in a different way. But it just depends on what kind of you know, environment uh, that you grew up in. And if you don't see socially appropriate behaviors to express anger, frustration, or disappointment, 
modeled, modeled for you, typically from your caregivers, it can be tough to learn what to do as you grow and learn in life. For me, I learned how to handle my emotions in a negative way, uh, but opposite of a tantrum. When I was a child, I say, because I did mention at the top that I have had some adult tantrums, definitely. <laughs> I just, you know, I, when I was growing up, I just didn't acknowledge it. Is I think I've told you before, a lot of things had to be pretended like it wasn't a big deal. I'm swept under the rug, you know, not really dealt with. So you can see how this, but you can see how the spectrum can go both ways. And obviously you want to land somewhere in the middle as opposed to like not acknowledging anything and then acknowledging it so far that you are explosive and extremely reactive. Um, so you want to be able to manage how you're feeling and have appropriate ways to cope, understand and move forward. So that's why today I want to share some behaviors to be aware of when it comes to identifying adult tantrums and then give some quick tips to overcome expressing your emotions this way. So in regards to both of these things that I'm going to talk about, there's going to be three of each. Um, so in regards to uh, being aware of this behavior that could be classified as a tantrum, the first one I want to talk about is Cursing people out, name calling, and yelling over people to be heard. So, cursing people out when you're upset or name calling, it is one of the most juvenile things that you could do when you're feeling upset, angry, when you really just want to express your emotions and you feel like you're being hurt. So, if you're cursing people out or name calling because you feel like you need to attach <laughs> some sort of feeling to them, you want to put them down, you want them to feel as bad as you are feeling in the moment. So, you want to tear down who they are and their character and everything by calling them a name or just yelling explicits at them. Um, so, <laughs> or expletives, excuse me, not explicits, expletives. And I feel like this is the easy way, honestly. You know, when people have come at me cursing or calling me names, it, it's super hurtful. And especially if people know that you're really insecure and you're you're not super strong and in yourself and you may lack respect for yourself and they know that you have those little soft spots, which I definitely have, uh, it's easier for them to come at you because they know that you will crumble. And a lot of people will learn how to manipulate people in this way because if you know how to hit someone in their soft spot, then you're good to go and your tantrum is justified in your eyes and you're able to move forward um, and just continue on the way you are. But it's important to understand that by doing this, that you are throwing a tantrum. There's no need to call names or curse people out or yelling over people to be heard. So if you're in a conversation or you're maybe having an argument with someone and you feel like you don't want to let them speak because if you let them speak, they might say something that's true and it might really hurt you, you know? Honesty is one of those things that can push people over the edge when they are trying to express their anger, frustration, whatever emotion they're trying to get out and they're doing it in the wrong way. But a lot of times when honest and truth are thrown back at them, it makes them even more upset because they know that they're wrong, but they don't want to admit that, right? It's a, that's, that's, a, the, that's not going to help you win right? And you want to win. Um, so you just start yelling and getting upset. And when you start yelling over people to get heard and trying to squash what they're saying and drown out everything and try to be superior in that way, it's definitely throwing a tantrum. So it's important to understand that these behaviors, cursing people out, name calling, yelling over people to be heard, 
yeah, definitely identify as a tantrum and so unnecessary because it could definitely be dealt with a lot calmer. Um, the second one is increased agitation and irritation. Obviously, these are super obvious, but a lot of times uh, agitation and irritation when you're throwing a tantrum can grow quicker than normal. So, you know, if you're in a situation where you walk in and you start being agitated or irritated, and then sometimes it can slowly grow over time if you aren't able to escape the situation you're in or people just continue to pile on to whatever's happening. But in other cases where the, everything that's happening is just really is not suiting your mood or you're just not into it, um, it can just go from zero to a hundred like 10 times quicker where you just get so agitated and irritated so quickly and it's it, it, it feels dramatic even to the person having the tantrum, but it's still coming out because you're not slowing it down and you're not really aware completely of how it's just taking over you, right? A lot of these emotions and generally a tantrum, the emotions will take over you. You don't even realize because you haven't had the practice of realizing how to regulate it and how to reel it back in when it gets to this boundary point of being too much. You know what I mean? So that's something something else to be aware of. Increased agitation and irritation quicker than a slow steady rise to the top. And then the last one that I want to mention is storming off shutting down and explosive reactions. So you're going to be like explosive reaction. That's what we've been talking about the whole time. Well, that can be qualified as just, just all of a sudden starting to yell at someone, all of a sudden starting to call names, all of a sudden you might just like end up doing something physical, like breaking something, throwing things, hurting someone else too. Uh, definitely a tantrum, definitely behaviors that are not necessary to engage in despite what strong emotions you may be feeling. Now back to the other two, storming off and shutting down. You know, some people would consider storming off and shutting down things that would be helpful because at least you're trying to remove yourself, whether it's just mentally and emotionally or physically from the situation, which yes, could be helpful. However, if you have emotions and they need to be shared, you should be able to communicate those as best you can and then remove yourself from the situation without it being some sort of dramatic parting. Hopefully that makes sense. So, you know, I feel like storming off, definitely a way to draw attention to yourself and to be super dramatic about it because you still want to be on those people's minds. You still want to be the most important addition in whatever happened and you want them to know that you're upset, which also includes shutting down. Shutting down, I feel like is a little bit less. It's where you just completely pull back everything and you can still have these really grand emotional like reactions and displays with cursing people out and being agitated and yelling and screaming and whatever and then all of a sudden shut down if you feel like it's actually not serving you or you don't know what else to do because you've given all the energy that you have and then and then you do nothing and then you're just there (laughs) and then you might still exit after that so um and you just kind of like feel like you're reclusing back into your body and you're not going to be a part of the situation anymore because you don't know what to do and you're unsure. And that's definitely the thing I want to reel this back to. You're unsure. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to regulate your feelings. You are not educated in a way of understanding what actually could be helpful. Um, and even if the problem isn't solved in the moment, still understanding how to get your feelings across without it being um, super aggressive to the other people involved. Now let's chat about what could be done to cope with these behaviors and moving away from dealing with 
your emotions in the way that we just described. So the first one would be to identify your triggers, which I've talked a lot about in several episodes. Um, So you need to notice if something is constantly causing you to react in a certain way. So are you seeing certain people that are bringing these emotions out because you haven't taken the time to address what you're upset with them about or what kind of beef that you have between each other, then yes, this could be a trigger for you to act out in a way. Or are you triggered by you know, a certain experience or a thing that you could do and it's bringing up memories and it's just making you really upset or maybe it's talking about a certain topic or maybe it's anytime someone else has, brings up that they have accomplished something that you are known to be going for, but it just isn't working out for you yet. Um, all of these things. So if you find that there are regular things that are triggering you, Um, just, you need to be aware of them so that you can either like learn how to deal with the situation at hand or avoid it. Those are the two options I believe that you have. And I do honestly believe that you'll have to figure out a way to deal with it and cope with it in the moment rather than finding a way to ignore it, um, or not ignore it, rather avoid it because you can't just avoid everything for your whole entire life. So, uh, figuring out what those triggers are and then figuring out, um, course of action to deal with it and not let those things um, push you out of that boundary of, you know, regulating and keeping your emotions in check. The second one is to learn how to communicate better. Obviously, it's so important to learn how to communicate better. So, you know, the number one part of this would be to speak with um, a professional. I would definitely suggest that if you feel like it's out of your emotions are out of control, you don't know what to do. Yeah, it can be helpful to talk to a partner or a spouse, a friend, a family member, whomever, yeah, that's great if you feel comfortable with them. But I also think that talking to a professional will be super helpful. So a psychologist, a therapist, a a psychiatrist, a counselor, whatever you prefer to help you really um, understand and see it from a different perspective of how you can communicate your feelings better, how you can let those same things out, but in a more acceptable, understandable way. Because a lot of times if you're just yelling and screaming and storming out and shutting down, People understand that you're upset, but they don't understand exactly why or how it came to be or, you know, maybe what could not be done next time to prevent it or how you're feeling or what you've been going through. Like there's no details given, just a reaction, right? So it's important for you to learn how to communicate better. So yes, I think that everyone should find um, uh, professional help. That would be super great. In addition to that, though, if you do find someone that you trust, to really help you understand and talk about your feelings and be able to vent to, that would be very helpful. I definitely have both of these things in my life, um, as well as learning how to, you know, kind of (laughs) take a step back before you react, to take deep, deep breaths, to really think through if your response is necessary or if it is appropriate for the for the people that you're with and the and the experience that you're having, um, just learning how to actually get across what is going on rather than just what is going on and how that is causing you to react. And then the third one, the last one I want to mention is find better coping mechanisms. So for me, I did tell you that generally I don't, you know, I'm not a tantrum person. However. There's definitely a point in my life where I was just overwhelmed and I was just letting my my emotions run rampant because I couldn't let I couldn't like just hold them back anymore. It was like a volcano exploded and I was just like spewing everywhere. And I'm not shameful to tell you that because that's just what happened with my life. 
And I got through it though. And I want you to know that you can get through it too, if that's what you're experiencing. And I did have to find better coping mechanisms. So, you know, uh, something that really worked for me was like taking a moment to really breathe and think before I react. Um, so even that's just like five or 10 breaths by myself to really just like understand like, okay, do I really want to let whatever is on the tip of my tongue out? No. And I just demonstrated this the other day. I was going to get so upset at this. It was very like, I don't want to diminish my problems, but it was very like small thing at a restaurant, whatever. And, but before I said something that I knew that I would regret saying, I, um, I took a, I just, I just didn't say anything. I just breathed. And, you know, my husband's like, oh my gosh, you're still being a Karen. And I'm like, no, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I I may have said nothing and that might've said a lot, but I didn't say anything because I knew that if I had said something, I would have reacted in a poor way and it would not have reflected well on me, the situation, and it would have been terrible. So I didn't do anything. And that has really helped me. That's a coping mechanism that's really helped me to really just breathe and take a moment to really like figure out what should I say? if I should say anything. Another thing that I really like to do is to take a walk or exercise if I can, because a lot of times I will get the emotions that will rise in me and they want to get out. They want to just like jump out of my body, but it's, it's not helpful. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be beneficial. Um, you know, and like one tantrum behavior that I would do a lot with my husband is I would storm off. I would just, I would shut down and I would storm off because I felt like there was nothing else I could do. I wasn't going to win this argument. And even me like saying things and being really aggressive in the conversation wasn't helping. So I would just storm off. And a lot of times when I was able to just like convince myself to not storm off and I would just be like, okay, I think I'm done with this conversation for now. And I would just walk away, which I feel like is a very mature thing to do, an adult thing that you can do. And then I would go take a walk or I'd go work out and I would go run or whatever, because I feel like getting all of that uh, physical aggression, anger out has will really release me to take the time to kind of just like, you know, breathe and get away from the situation and be able to change my mindset and perspective on what is actually happening, what actually needs to be addressed and what can we do to move forward. That's my biggest goals, well, particularly for when dealing with arguments with my husband, which have gotten a lot better because we have, uh, you know, sought counseling as a couple together because that has been so helpful because we just, we, we struggle with communication. Everything else is great. Communication was our struggle and um, we were always on different pages and now it's so great. But anyway, um, but yeah, so working out, taking a walk, definitely a coping mechanism for me as well. Um, sometimes people just want to do something else that will totally keep, take you out of the mindset that you're in with this anger, which could be playing video games or reading a book or doing whatever you feel would be best to just help you to be calm and help you to understand that you do not need to fall into these, uh, this, these reckless behaviors. I feel like you know, when you're emotional and you're angry, you can really get super reckless. So just finding something else to do, another way to cope. Maybe you just need to text a friend and be like, hey, I'm really going through this. I really just need to tell you what it is. You don't have to do anything. I just need to get it out. Maybe it's breathing exercises. Maybe it's meditation, right? Um, whatever it is, you will find the perfect coping mechanism for you. That would be something for you to do instead of this tantrum behavior. So 
Hopefully this was all really helpful. I know that talking about having tantrums as adults isn't necessarily like the most fun thing, but it's it's I think it's important for us all to be honest with who we are and where we are in life and how we're progressing as people. And if we're able to be honest that maybe this is something that we're struggling with, um, then we should be honest that we do need to work on it and be able to become our best selves. And that's what I'm here for. And that's how what I'm here to help you. And so I'm not necessarily saying you have to shout it to the rooftops that you are struggling with adult tantrums, but if you feel like you are, you know someone is, and you kind of have a good jumping off point on how to help yourself or help them. So that's all I have to say about this topic. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. I appreciate you guys listening, downloading, sharing the show. You are absolutely fantastic and amazing. And if you didn't hear me at the top of the show, please feel free to contact me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'd love to chit chat with you and get to know you or on Clubhouse at Sabrina J Perozo or via email for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello to me, realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.